Welcome to the Singaporean Golf Pro Podcast, the podcast for golf professionals by golf professionals. This is episode 12 of the Singaporean Golf Pro Podcast, and I'm your host, Wei Lu. So it's been a while since I've posted an episode, and to whoever who's listening um this episode, thank you so much for being there and staying there and looking forward for this episode. It's my bad that I've just been caught up with a lot of other things in my life that I had to manage. And I really, really miss being on this microphone right now in front of me and sharing little stories bit by bit in the golf industry. You know, this is a very meaningful project to me and it means a lot to me. And I'm glad to be able to be back to share a brand new episode of the podcast with everyone. So today, I have a PGM student uh, in her second year. Her name's uh, Grace Rogalski. She's from Pittsburgh, PA, and she's on the e-board for Penn State PGM, which, you know, you'll hear more about what she does uh, in the e-board as the secretary. And she shares a lot about, you know, what being a brand new college student life was like, how having an internship away from home, being a PGM student, and how that kind of changes her perspective and what she's learned through these processes. And she constantly talks about stepping out of a comfort zone and growing and getting new experiences and really explore the world and expand her horizons and even just coming on this podcast and doing this with me itself I know it's also outside of her comfort zone so I'm really thankful for her sharing all that she shared so if you want to learn a little bit about how a college student um handles you know the different kind of uh growth development process and how the PGM program is like, you know, being a student in PGM, what your life can be like or similar to. Like, this is the episode that you should listen to. And I'm just excited to see what Grace will do in the future and excited to share this podcast with you on, yeah, how, how she's growing as a person and what she's gonna keep doing in the future. I also wanna add that. I recorded this podcast quite some time ago, I think at least a month ago. So, you know, we talk about how she passed her PAT in this podcast. And I think that is uh, about a month in from now. So it's been quite some time and I'm really happy that she did pass her PAT. So once again, congratulations to you, Grace. And let's head in right into the podcast. Welcome back to the Singaporean Golf Pro Podcast. Today, I'm very happy to have the very first female on the show. Um, she is my junior at Penn State PGM, second year student, and she's from Pittsburgh, PA, and her name is Grace Rigalski. Grace, thank you so much for joining me today. Anytime. Yeah, um, let's start off the podcast by giving a self-introduction of yourself, like Tell us a little bit of who you are and how did you get into the game of golf and now being part of PGM, Grace? 
Yeah. So my name is Grace. Uh, I got into golf caddying. I actually started caddying during my seventh year, my seventh grade summer. Yep. So six years until my senior year of high school. Um, the boys at the bus, my bus stop wanted to do it. So I was like, mm -hmm. why not? And it's very rare that a girl is a caddy. So I was only one of two girls that caddied at the Pittsburgh Field Club. I loved it. And that's where I met Dave Martin, who was the pro at the time. And he became my instructor when I decided that I wanted to play golf. I didn't really want to play until I kind of was like caddying. And I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. Like, I, I think I want to play. So then I started playing my freshman year of high school, was shooting high scores until my senior year of high school, where I was shooting 70s, low 80s. Our team went to States, which was really fun. And then during the spring of my junior year, I think it was during COVID, I started interviewing pros from different schools that did the PGM route. And I was kind of debating whether I wanted to do that or play collegiately at a small school. And then I decided that I wanted to do PGM. That's really cool. And uh, so how long have you been playing golf now for? Probably hmm, freshman year, sophomore year. Here. five six years yeah five six years about yeah and five six years in and grace has already passed her pat playing ability test just, oh, yeah. just a week yeah. ago so congrats to that grace tell, tell us a little bit of um how that felt what that meant to you it felt really good i mean a bunch of people were telling me that every shot is a new shot and that's all i thought about that day it was hard because they were redoing the bunkers but i i did it yeah, you, you had a really great uh, finishing stretch, right? Yeah. That, that's awesome. Love to hear that. It's really amazing how far your golf journey has come in just a short five, six years. You know, and now you're also one of the guys at, sorry, one of the ladies at Penn State in the e-board. So that's been very interesting. And I know you've told me that, you know, being part of the e-board kind of like, help you grow as a person and just share a little bit about your eboard experience so in PGM. originally i wanted to run for secretary to kind of get outside my comfort zone and so that i would have a voice for the ladies in the pgm program because i know it was all guys so at the time so when i ran for secretary i was really hoping that i could have a voice for my fellow female pgmers so when i got it i was like really excited and I loved being secretary and I love it right now because I feel like I've gotten closer to the guys and I feel like I'm able to bring more to the table mm -hmm. for eboard. And um, how, you know, being a goal in PGM, like you said, we don't have many ladies in PGM. Uh, it must have been a little tough for you to kind of like adapt when you first came here especially when you're in such a big school like Penn State but at the same time it's such a small major with only 120 students-ish what do you do to kind of like help yourself adapt and the difficulties you faced and how did you like learn and grow and now what can you do for future uh, freshmen or future ladies in the program like yourself so I kind of adapted by I kind of had a rocky start because I got COVID the first week of my freshman year. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of hard for me to like 
go to classes and no one really knew who I was because I wasn't there the first week. Right. But I basically adapted by making sure that I had at least one guy friend in PGM because I knew if I had one friend that he was friends with all the other guys. So I think that's just kind of how I adapted. And then quickly I was able to meet the girls in the PGM program and they helped me out a lot. And they're also nice. And now we got four, three or four freshman girls. Yeah. I can't think of exactly. my head. I think which five, maybe even. five. Yeah. Five freshman girl, which is amazing. And I think that's really great. And I'm so glad to hear that, you know, you were able to find someone to kind of like help you welcome, welcome you into PGM your first year, because, you know, it's always a problem or rather we always need to constantly develop awareness of diversity, even within the PGA itself, especially like last year, 2021 at 2022 at the PGA annual meeting, which I was there, the PGA just added a brand new um, diversity, inclusion and equity statement to the PGA and the efforts of, uh, you know, getting more ladies, getting more different, uh, different type of people being part of the PGA, right? So then you did your first internship this summer, the summer of 23 at Sankati Head Golf Club, right? Yeah. Yeah, how how was that like? It was honestly amazing to kind of jump outside my comfort zone again and move far away from home on an island, which was really different because mm-hmm. I was on an island, so there were like no fast food chain restaurants. It was all like <laughs> you were on an island. Everything expired faster, um, <laughs> but it was amazing. Um, I love being by the beach. So I was really excited that I was on an island and it was really weird because you could like go to the other side of the island within like 35 minutes. So it was like 35 minutes this way, 35 minutes that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, but it was amazing. Um, I did a lot of instructional stuff. So I did a lot of clinics, um, setting up those, a lot of junior camps. We had Michelle McGain come, we had Preston's putting come, which was really cool. It was an aim point class, three days, two sessions a day um, for a couple hours. So that was really cool. And then they had Mike Bender come in August, which was also really cool. And you got to work with uh, Jennifer Hudson, one of the most powerful ladies in golf right now too. Yes. Yes. So, uh, you know, we we talked about you going to Sankati Head and was it uh, Nankatit? right yeah Nantucket Uh, Nantucket and then Penn State um from from Pittsburgh you know it's obviously a very big change having to learn how to live on your own you know you came here for what like eight months ish and then went to Sankati which is completely different state uh how does that help you grow as a person and how does like what 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 were the experiences that you had like living alone and how is it different from being back home? Um, so my first time actually traveling alone, like alone alone on a plane, was when we went to Mandan Dunes. Oh, and really? I remember, I remember being so nervous, but after I was like, okay, I can travel, like I can do it. I'll be fine. Like I'm fine. Like I don't mind sitting next to random people on the plane. Doesn't really bother me. So when I went to Nantucket. I was fine getting there and I didn't realize until like about two weeks and I was like, okay, I'm like, I'll be here for three months. Like, <laughs> but then it's like, just like this. 
and it goes by so fast and it's already time to leave. And you're like, Oh my goodness. It feels like yesterday I was just on the Island. So mm -hmm. I, it didn't bother me that much. It was more of like the simple things like food planning, cooking meals, being more um, aware of your time management, you would say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, And that's the same thing when you try to balance um, school with playing and practicing golf back at Penn State, no? Yeah. So, so like, uh, is there any, like, major advice that you would give to a future freshman coming in to PGM living um, alone for the first time? <laughs> I'd probably say it took me a while to figure out, like, you're gonna be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go all the way over to the golf course because you don't have a car. You don't want to be like, I don't want to go all the way over to the golf course after class. Right. So what I did was I planned out that I was having PD at the time. So I, I knew that that would be at least one practice day I would have automatically. So then I was like, okay, so I play like three times a week and then I'll practice two to three times a week with one of them being PD. And then that's like how... I got into a good habit and that's how I got into a good habit this summer too, which is probably one of the reasons why I passed my PAT was I was out there before and after work practicing on my game. If I did a closing shift, I'd go before work. If I did a morning shift, I'd go after work. And even though some days I didn't want to do it, I knew that I'd get a good outcome. Right. Um, just focus on the process. I love it. And I, I'd be the first to tell you that Grace game has improved a lot compared to the first time I met her a year ago it's such a she has such a great game right now compared to before and I'm really really proud and happy to see that so now we talk a little bit about what you've already experienced right yeah uh what's next for you I know you're going to Union League National Golf Club yes it's very special to me and congrats on <laughs> receiving that offer and uh what what do you want to do in the future like how are you what are things that you want to do to kind of like help you figure out your path in this industry and moving forward? So I kind of geared last year's last summer's internship towards teaching because I knew it was something that I was kind of interested in, but I didn't really know. So that's what last summer's internship was to kind of rule that out, see if I wanted to teach. And if I didn't, then that was okay. I figured that out now, like then rather than later mm -hmm. uh, this year, I'm, I'm always interested in tournament management and event management. It's always been something that I wanted to do after college, like hopefully at the tour level. So I think this year that's where I'm aiming towards more like getting hands-on with tournaments. And that what, what, what about um, tournaments that, that makes you go like, go, wow, this is interesting. Just the, just the atmosphere. I remember watching, mm -hmm. they had the USAM I think it was. Don't quote me on that. But I think they had the USAM. It was at Oakmont a couple of years ago. Yeah, and I think so. We could go and watch. And I remember just like going after I caddied and watching it. And I just loved the atmosphere. I loved all like the golf channel carts and all like the journalism and broadcasting that went along with it. I I just loved it all. It's very uh a lot of atmosphere that people make the play sometimes, right? And I'm sure at Union League, you know, you're going to get the experience of anything and everything in the golf industry. Um, and would you say like being proactive is very important too, right? Like going up to the pro and, and saying like, hey, I want to I wanna learn about this instead of waiting. And like you said, you don't 
learn much from an internship, but actually you're just waiting for them to like come and say they they they're not gonna come to you and go like, hey, you know, like what do you want to learn? No, like it's an internship. We're college students, right? Yeah, for sure. So is there anything that you're doing as part of the eboard like now and moving forward that you're excited for? Um, probably I'm gonna go a little off topic here. So I'm actually a fundraising chair for this thong committee. So I think everything so wait, that- on, before sorry to cut you off, but before we, we go on, let's let's share a little bit about what Thon is about because it's a very pen state. Oh right? yes. Right. So it is a dance marathon that happens in February and from now summerish until February, we raise money for childhood cancer. Mm-hmm. Um a big part of pgm too we do a thon scramble we do the golf marathon where we play as many holes as possible until the sun goes down mm-hmm. and we do the 5k i know some pgm people do the 5k i do the 5k with my parents so yeah we raise a lot of money i'm fundraising chair right now which is really mm-hmm. exciting i love it having a lot of food fundraisers mm-hmm. fun to plan um how, how yeah. was that planning process like? I mean, that's gonna lean a little bit to you know what you want to do with managing a tournament and running a tournament now. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think I've gained a lot of like time management skills with that too, just with like mm-hmm. balancing eboard and thon eboard, because it's like it's two different things. Because on eboard, I'm secretary, so I send out a lot of information, and then for thon, I'm more of planning and more of getting our fundraisers approved, getting them set up. So that's really fun for me. Right. I like the thon aspect. I like planning. And thon is a, like you said, 36 hour for a good cause, dance marathon. We have fun. Kids have fun. You bring some of the kids over to the families that uh, PGM and uh, other organizations support, which is a really great Penn State tradition and uh, it's normally held at the Bryce Jordan Center at Penn State yeah and no one's allowed to sit for that period of time right yes and both of my parents went to Penn State so it's they love it too my family normally comes Mm -hmm. right uh there's there's a lot of uh different different things at Penn State so you know small like I said earlier small major big school how how do you think like that shaped your experience as a student here? I love it, honestly. I feel like it makes us stick out. Like sometimes like when we're joining clubs or joining certain, I don't know, groups, it mm-hmm. makes us stick out more. And I feel like we're more almost like of a family because we're so small. And especially like the trips that we do, like Scotland and Bandon Dunes, I feel like I've never had so much fun on like, a trip with other people than I did then but yeah I feel like small is good because you know I feel like I know everyone like I know the seniors I know the juniors mm-hmm. I know my cohort I don't know the freshmen so much yet because there's so many of them but yeah it's amazing how many we have this year now I know and more next year we already have people yeah yeah um obviously being in a big school you're gonna get a little more diversity you're gonna get many different aspects and then having the small major like you said the good stuff about being family having a faculty that's very having a really tight knit tight knit relationship with the students and we're very lucky to have that 
of course, you have uh, Dr. Wilkes, Dr. Soleil, uh, Eric, um, Dan, Mitchell, even. Like every single one of them is just behind our backs and constantly in contact with us to to root for our success, right? Yeah. And then you have your fellow peers that, you know, you're going to be friends with them for a long time, being very interested in golf and just being the passion that we have and this uh industry being so small, even though it looks so big. Right? Did did you go to the PGA show by any chance? I did go. Right. So how was that? It was it was fun. I loved it. I actually went to a panel with Jennifer Hudson and Trillium Rose and then two other people were there too. Um I think they were just like co-guest speakers they were what just do you of, learn from that we the topic was about how to get women to be comfortable and more interactive mm-hmm. like at a club um which was really fun to hear i actually wish i recorded the panel but it Any was really you take away from that um mostly just like hosting women's clinics and hosting like ladies get together is where it's like you play a certain amount of holes so they just like feel comfortable and then they'll want to come back and practice again and being a lady yourself how do you think that would if you were in a member's shoes like how would that help you to kind of be part feel more part of the club per se I feel like it would definitely make me more comfortable Mm -hmm. like just going to the range and practicing because I know like it's intimidating for some ladies um, especially older ladies who want to get into the game, but like they're kind of late to getting into the game. So I think that's just really important. So having a good, like safe space for, for them. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so there's a little, little brief, like talk about, you know, we covered a lot about you being in school, your internship experiences, your future idea of, uh, what you want to do in golf and, and just figuring out your own path. And I'm really excited to see you, Grace, uh, where your path leads you, especially being, I remember your freshman year speaking to you and you you were very, um, you didn't speak a lot. <laughs> and yeah, now, I was now shy. You're so, so proactive in your own way to help build a platform for the, the other ladies, for the other uh, PGMers. I think that this is amazing what you're doing and I'm really excited to see um, where you're going. And so this brings to the question that I ask all my guests. It's uh, what advice would you have given to the you in high school knowing what you know now? Okay, so this piece of advice is from one of my men- greatest mentors, actually. Mm-hmm. He'd always say, before a tournament or before I was going to go make a big decision, he says, it's okay to be nervous about something because that means you really care. And I Mm -hmm. always thought about that when I get nervous about either going far away from home or playing in a tournament on the first tee. And I'd think to myself, okay, I'm nervous, but it's because I care. So like just knowing that makes me kind of more confident with like something I do. So I think that's my advice. Yeah. So it's a, very uh different perspective right it's not like oh i'm nervous i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna freak out it's more like yeah i'm I'm nervous because i care you know if i didn't care then i wouldn't have felt anything and 
being nervous also tells you that like hey I'm on the right path because it's I'm doing something that I really enjoy and I really love and uh means something to me even even Tiger gets nervous on the first tee yeah <laughs> so yeah um thank you for sharing everything that you, you shared with me today uh really like I said look forward to what you're doing next and maybe hear an update from you you know through your social media yeah right? um on Instagram grace on the range I believe yes little fun videos on there yeah want to talk a little about that <laughs> so I actually started that to kind of gain we didn't have the Penn State PGM really like Instagram at the time it was still just kind of getting up and running mm-hmm. so I was like I'm gonna make an Instagram and post it about being a Penn State student and PGM as a girl because I was the only girl in my cohort and we didn't have the five incoming freshman girls at the time so it was just me and like three other girls spread out yeah, across the seniors, other yeah. three cohorts so I was like I'm gonna make an Instagram about being a female in PGM being a Penn State student and just post weekly Instagram videos to kind of spread the word about PGM and being a girl in PGM and like doing what you love, like working and doing what you love is better than working somewhere and just like not liking your job. Like I love golf. So I will be happy working in the golf industry. And I know I will be happy for like the rest of my life, which is something I really enjoy and love. So mm-hmm. I was happy to make the Instagram and I feel like I've already had like comments about girls wanting to do PGM at Penn State, which is like really awesome because that was just my whole point of it. And I post right. silly videos too. Yeah. And I post videos about my internship. Yeah, I think uh anyone not even even if you're not a girl, even if you're a guy trying to see uh what PGM's all about, head over to Grace on the Range on Instagram. Pretty, pretty cool videos uh really well done um and yeah i i i'm very excited to see uh what you do and proud that you took the first step to be that leading force uh for the ladies in our program which was desperately needed for sure uh based on my my personal opinion so thank you for joining me today grace yeah thank you for having me And that was our episode with Grace. Once again, thank you so much to Grace for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate her stepping out her comfort zone to share about PGM as a program and how her student life has been at Penn State and adapting from going from, you know, being with her family in high school to living alone in college and then internship as well through the PGM program. So once again, thank you to everybody for your support who have been listening to my podcasts and waiting for new episodes. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and if you really like the podcast, please help. Please, please help me share it on social media. You know, we can be found on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you want to find podcasts, it will be there. And I look forward to sharing another episode when I can. And yeah, looking forward to share even more stories within the golf industry. So this is Waylee signing off from the Singaporean Golf Pro Podcast. Thank you.